As the second wave of COVID-19 seems to be ebbing across India, a new variant sparked fears again on 9 July when the UP government reported two cases of the Kappa variant of COVID in the state. While we know that the Delta variant of the virus which was believed to be responsible for the deadly second wave, the Kappa variant has not received that much attention yet since it was known by a different name earlier, the Indian variant. While Kappa has been the talk in health circles for a while, a new variant named Lambda first detected in Peru is drawing attention from across the world. While no cases of this variant have been reported in India, the limited knowledge and studies done on this variant and with its capabilities unknown, it has kept health authorities across the world on their toes. So in today's episode, we'll discuss how concerning are these two variants of COVID, how effective are vaccines against them and what strategies can India adopt to prevent the next surge. To answer this, for today's episode, we spoke to Dr. Chandrakan Laharia, an epidemiologist and a public system expert. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Himmat. So what we know about Kappa variant or B1617.1 is that it's a close relative of the Delta variant. Both Kappa, Delta and another variant, the B1617.3, originate from the double mutant variant of the virus, B1617. All three variants differ in their spike protein mutations and transmissibility rate. As I stated earlier, Kappa is not a new variant of COVID-19. According to the WHO, it was identified in India in October of 2020. But with predictions for a third wave, is it likely to be a cause of concern for us? Well, according to a statement issued by the Uttar Pradesh government on 9 July, after two cases of the variant were reported, states that the variant is not a cause for concern, that quote-unquote, there is nothing to worry about and that treatment is possible. We asked epidemiologist Dr. Chandrakan Laharia on how concerning the Kappa variant exactly is and according to him, given that the WHO has designated it only as a variant of interest so far and that it's not a new virus, it is not very concerning at the moment. So, uh, Kappa variant is a variant of interest uh, declared by World Health Organization and this is a sub-lineage of uh, the variant which we hear as a Delta variant also. So, let's go back to a few months ago, in October 2020, from India, one of the a few mutations were reported. Uh, a variant was reported from Maharashtra, India, and subsequently, over a period of time, they started increasing. Once it, these were identified, if you can, uh, some of the audience uh, can recall that uh, in March uh, 23rd or 24th of this year, government of India announced that they are double mutant or triple mutant, which were essentially. Uh, a variant, the mutations, three mutations in a variant and which were uh, later on called B1.617. So this is a one variant which was which has been reported from India, broadly called. Later on, the researchers and the genomic sequencing data identified that this uh, B1.617 has actually three sub-lineage. Uh, B.1.617.1 was designated as Kappa. Uh, variant and this was designated as variant of interest by World Health Organization on 4th of April 2021. Now, uh, the other sub lineage of the same uh, double and triple mutant was B.1.617.2, 
is what is called delta variant so uh, and delta we know that is the most common variant in india it called the second wave in the country and the variant of concern and there is a third one which of the same family which is a b.1.617.3 now this is not of that much interest so it had neither been designated as a variant of interest and variant of concern uh, but we can say that kappa and delta are uh, siblings they, they we can say that they are brother or sister or sister sister whatever but they are sibling they come from the same family now we what we need to remember that uh, these were reported for long in india they were designated initially like uh, both were designated variant of interest uh, kappa and delta uh, on 4th of april 2021 and then on uh, in the early part of may uh, sometimes on uh, 11th may or so delta was declared as a variant of concern now i want to here highlight when we call a variant a variant of interest and when we call it variant of concern and so the world health organization had developed this mechanism and whenever scientists and researcher see a mutation in any virus they become aware and alert of it but what we need to remember that all viruses keep changing the mutation keep ha- happening and we are not concerned about all mutation we are concerned about the mutation which has some potential either to increase the transmissibility or if the mutation can uh, cause uh, some immune escape immune escape means somebody who is immune or who developed natural infection in the past but can still get infected so if a new variant had that kind of immune escape or breakthrough infection we call breakthrough infection when somebody who is fully vaccinated and can still get infected with new variant that is a breakthrough infection and third characteristic is that if any of such a mutation can result in some decrease in effectiveness in public health measures such as Uh, vaccine uh, would not be that effective or diagnostic or disease would be more severe so if these three characteristics are repeat in uh, change in the transmissibility or increase in the transmissibility immune escape or breakthrough infection or third is a severity of the disease if any of these three are there then considered then initially before more data becomes available the variant is designated variant of interest now this kappa variant of the same family has been identified but it has been designated as variant of interest because it had not been found to have any such quality no increased transmissibility no increase of immune escape or any of those factors so uh, we need to remember that kappa variant was reported from india alongside the delta variant uh, these names came later but they were there since october 2020 and uh, no scientific study has shown that uh, there is any additional immediate concern about kappa variant so kappa variant has been reported from india from different parts of the country uh, i am aware that once um, a few days ago when government of up released the genomic sequencing data and they found two kappa variant it made the news but it is not a worry or not a cause of concern it is simply a stating matter of factly uh, kappa variant has been and the data or on kappa variant has been reported from india it has no additional characteristic what we also need to remember is this is a key thing that usually if a variant is really transmissible as some characteristic then it slowly start replacing the previous variants and becomes a predominant variant and that's what happened with delta variant delta with till march 2021 in india alpha was the most common variant and all of a sudden delta become predominant variant in, in april and may and now it has become a, delta has become predominant variant in many countries and now there are 100 countries but there is nothing uh, no such thing about kappa variant so scientists are following it up but i would not be worried and there is no reason to believe or 
be concerned about it. It is a mutation which has happened in virus, which has been identified. That's why it has been designated, but there, uh, no need of panic or being alarmed. Moving to the Lambda variant of the virus, this was first reported in Peru in December 2020 and has now spread to 30 other countries, including European countries like France, Italy and Germany. Now, the WHO on 14 June designated Lambda as a variant of interest and the UK health body Public Health England has designated it as a variant under investigation on 23 June after six cases of the virus were reported in the country. While India has had two COVID waves, new variants of the virus have been responsible for surges across the world as well. So, how concerning is the Lambda variant turning out to be? Well, according to a study conducted by Public Health England, Lambda carries a number of mutations that may allow it to spread quickly and also be more resistant to vaccines. However, they stated that due to the limited evidence on the full extent of the impact of the variant, further studies are required to validate exactly how transmissible it is and the effectiveness of vaccines. Dr. V.K. Paul of Niti Aayog on 9 July stated that while no cases of Lambda variant have been recorded in India so far, authorities need to be watchful given that the full potential of the variant is yet to be ascertained. Dr. Leheria weighs in on what we know so far about the Lambda variant, how concerning it is and the effectiveness of vaccines against it. So, Lambda variant is making a lot of news in uh, recent weeks. Uh, especially uh, on June 14th, World Health Organization designated this uh, Lambda variant as a variant of interest. Now, uh, remember, the variant of interest is one label behind the variant of concern. Uh, variant of interest is that when some mutations are identified, as I discussed in response to the previous question. So, uh, Lambda is now variant of interest and it is being further investigated. Uh, it is said that there are seven mutations in the spike protein in the Lambda variant compared with the Delta variant, which had three mutations only. But it's, uh, we also need to remember that uh, it's not about the number of mutations of interest. It's about the, uh, the change in the character. Even a single mutation can cause a lot of changes and even 20 or 30 mutations may not make any difference. So we need not to worry about the number of mutations. So Lambda had seven mutations. It has a, a scientific name called C.37. It is a very dominant variant. It was first reported uh, from uh, from Peru, and now it's most common variant uh, in uh, Chile also and a number of other countries. Now, this has been reported from around 30 countries across the world. It has been reported from UK also and some other European countries. But this variant has not been found in India. What has been reported, and especially some of the studies which have come from Latin America, that uh, uh, it is, uh, of course, a most uh, dominant variant in Peru, in Chile, and some other Latin American countries. There are some indications that it might have a higher transmissibility, but this is not proven. It needs to be studied. In India, it has not been reported, but uh, we are, uh, Indian government is, of course, uh, is following and genomic sequencing data need to be collected. But uh, it is becoming of a concern because lately we have seen that how Delta variant all of a sudden reached to so many countries and become a predominant variant. So it's important to be watchful. Second reason is that India has, gets a lot of passengers from United Kingdom and also Germany and France and other European countries where this variant has been reported. But it has not been uh, found in, in India. Uh, as far as vaccine effectiveness is concerned, so there are some reports that some of the Chinese vaccines were not effective against this variant, but uh, more data is needed. And that's why I, I emphasize that uh, it is a variant of interest, which means that the characteristic of this are being further studied, but there is no proven characteristic to designate this as a variant of concern. We know there are 
only four variants of concern alpha beta gamma and delta each one of them have a, have a change in the characteristic clinical uh, disease or transmissibility lambda is not in that group yet but uh, as we know we at the world is in the pandemic global community is continuously working to identify the challenges and uh, keep track of the emerging variant so the appropriate action can be taken so being prepared is the best approach and that's why it's important that we are aware but uh, i repeat lambda is not there in india yet as covid cases seem to be in a decline across india with new delhi reporting only 53 new cases on 11 july a new wave of public complacency seems to have gripped the country with many making a beeline to tourist destinations as lockdown curbs are lifted take the recent case of kemty falls in masuri for example where a large crowd of people can be seen flouting all covid protocols or lonavala in maharashtra where according to a hindustan times report the local police collected fines over rupees 12 lakh in the months of may and june dr leheria is of the opinion that a dynamic unlock strategy is the key to reopening the economy and with india consistently reporting over 40000 daily cases the state governments need to reiterate to the public that the virus is still among us what we need to recognize now that this virus is here to stay for some time before it will become endemic and so uh, so in in between the peak of the virus there would be a period where there will be relatively low transmission now in the transmission the one of the key approach had to be how to re- put restrictions or how to remove the restrictions the unlock strategy in my opinion unlock is very much like a strategy uh, itself a independent strategy in the pandemic response side the testing tra- tracing treatment and other aspects so unlock should be a really nuanced and granular strategy now many of the states and we have seen the, after the first wave that number of indian states started uh, unlocking and then they forgot about uh, uh, what the, uh, the, that they had removed restrictions now we cannot make that kind of mistake now in this current pen wave when cases are still 40000 odd every day which essentially convey that virus is still around and if we make mistakes such as people going to hill station and then intermingling by the time we will realize that uh, what has happened the, the disease or the virus would have spread really fast so it is very important that uh, governments prepare all the governments prepare a very dynamic unlock strategy as some of the states are doing for example maharashtra now has a five phases plan with most of the district on grade 3 delhi government has prepared or delhi disaster management authority has prepared a graded plan for unlock where there is a clear instruction that what should be done i think some of the strategies which are being done which are very specific that if some market area there are overcrowding and the covid appropriate behavior are not being adhered to those markets are being closed and i think that's how it had to be uh, we need to bring the economy on the track and i strongly believe that things need to be opened up but that we need to keep a cost uh, of uh, we, we need to keep in mind that uh, at what cost and the balance between the Uh, stopping the transmission and ensuring the economic activity that's what we should be doing so all the governments should prepare and keep this very dynamic now uh, just an example that what is happening in hill stations uh, that we are hearing a lot about kemty fall and lot of crowd there and people were without mask after that uh, the the government and district local administration they had put a more detailed instructions such as only 50 people will be allowed in kemty fall and they can stay there for 30 minutes and that's exactly the kind of stuff need to be done everything had to be very granular where 
uh, clear instruction need to be given. For example, if a market area is crowded and people are not adhering to COVID-appropriate behavior, then the market association should be engaged in the process and they should uh, implement the localized strategy. Similarly, there could be a restriction on number of people allowed in a particular market just to so to so, so to say it, that, that will help in ensuring the social distancing. So very nuanced, specific, dynamic strategy need to be followed. If cases rise, if people, uh, if uh, and this need to be monitored closely. If need not to be very uh, punitive only, it need to be very agreed. And uh, what we are doing today may be right strategy for today, but if the crowd increase, uh, we need to change that. And if restriction need to be increased, so let's keep it up and down. And the final part I would say, most important thing is that as we are removing restrictions, important that the measures to increase adherence to COVID appropriate behavior are increased. And those measures cannot be that the government put a newspaper advertisement or uh, put a holding that uh, believing that people will start following this. Those have to be more nuanced. Remove the restriction, but increase attention, emphasis, put people in the market area, which will facilitate people to adhere to COVID appropriate behavior, distribute free masks. I'm just giving an example, like in Hill Station, at the entry point itself, the mask should be uh, checked on regular checkpoints. Uh, the free mask should be distributed and other measures should be taken. So it will be very, diff a very different strategy for different settings, but that's what is needed. We need to put our brains together, the public health expert, district authorities, and a local uh, area representative should be involved in the process. And that's how we need to implement it. This needs to be implemented not only for a week. This is how to be like a really long term. We need to remember that when UK is planning, had planned the un unlock, they planned for six months. They started in January or mid-February. They prepared an unlock plan where they knew that they would remove restriction by 19th of June. When the Delta variant cases increased, they extended by another month till 19th July. So that's how it should be. You need to learn from scientific evidence to put the restriction strategy. And that is the right unlock strategy. Unlock is not as simple as that simply remove the restriction, but it is dynamic and it should be dynamic area specific. The continuous mutations of COVID-19 are a constant reminder that the virus is still among us and that it will continue to be with us for at least in the near future. If you want to learn more about the Kappa and Lambda variants or vaccines and more, head over to the Quint Fit and the Quint websites. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts. 